Hi and welcome to the Adventure Voyage Podcast. My name is Dave. My name's Dan. My name's Dave. It didn't dun. It's comic read a long time, baby. We have a plethora of ones to pick through, but we're only gonna do one. Yes. Just okay? the one. Just the one. So got four to go through, let's just fire through them all and see what we think. Mm-hmm. There's one called the Doll Man. Hmm. This is a quarterly edition, and from what I can work out, it's a six-inch superhero. Make it that what you will. Yeah, hmm. it it looks odd. Like his superpower is to turn little and then punch and fight the bad guys. Which huh. it's not like, and he doesn't turn like Ant Man little, so it's not useful little. It's like he goes the size of an action figure. Yeah, six inches, which is. <laughs> There's a lot you can do with six inches. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. No. Yes. I have no Thank idea you. what you're saying. Thank you. All right. Dolman battles the Phantom Duelist, Black Gondola, and many others. Uh, I, hope, I hope Black Gondola is. Is it Gondolier? Just a man wearing like Gondolier. Yeah. Okay. I hope that man is just like wearing a dark costume. <laughs> I'm. A f- I want to find out, but I'm also afraid. But yeah. what else have we got on offer? We've got uh, Daredevil Battles Hitler. <gasps> so it's it's a character called Daredevil, but it's not the Daredevil we know from Marvel. It's not Ben Affleck. It's not Ben Affleck. Oh. Uh, it's the other guy. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. It's Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Huh. Um, okay. No, it's it's some guy. It's called Daredevil. I don't know what his power is, but just the... It's, it, but the selling point for me is that he fights Hitler. He does. And he's got like a, a photoshopped image of Hitler. Well, I say photoshopped. This is before Photoshop. <laughs> this is like, this is old school Photoshop of yeah. an image of Hitler's face stuck on like a cartoon body. And they're like punching like, it and yeah. throwing a boomerang at it. So it looks There's like a, Terry, a lot going on. It's almost like a Terry Gilliam photo. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it's yeah. like. And there's if like you look you go, at the bottom, <laughs> and if you, if you look at the bottom right hand corner, there's a monster there that looks like a cross between a scroll and a uh, racist Asian picture, a racist picture of an Asian person. Uh, that um, might end up being a different person who's fighting on the other theater of war. But that's yeah. fine. So, so we, we probably won't do that one. <laughs> There's also someone on the bottom left trying to fence Hitler. <laughs> yeah. With boots that really don't fit. I know I'm not the fashion expert here, but that don't look right. And there's another guy there, another superhero there, where he's got like a symbol on his chest that says SS. And I think he's uh... fighting Hitler because he's just like, you've taken... I, how dare you take the you name SS? It. That's my superhero name. Now my superhero <laughs> name's dirtied because of you and your Nazis. Um, and then the next comic we have is a Captain Marvel Adventures number two. That's um, the guy who's like Shazam, but not Shazam, right? Well, yeah, he's Shazam. It's Shazam yeah. before um, DC got annoyed about um, Fawcett Comics ripping off uh, Superman and yeah. sued um, sued uh, Fawcett Comics. And then just... The chain reaction was a copyright mess that went on for decades over various different characters called Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So this is before all that. Okay, cool. And then He's again so- punching the Nazis, so you know, good. Yeah, and it's actually Billy Batson punching the Nazi. Ah, he. I hopefully know that because he's got BB on his front. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but there is a like 
a like alternative take on this, which is young thug assaults serviceman just doing his job. No. Um, not, they weren't no. well, yes. people look the argument has already made they they weren't just doing their job yeah we've already like, had um, you can't, how do you we can't know that that's a German a, a Nazi because he's got he's a little swastika, a swastika on his, on his <laughs> fucking head the helmet does he <laughs> yes yeah and he's got the eagle on his uh... alright David's blind but <laughs> in that case the final one is teenage hot rodders yeah this is more of an outside one because this is more of a you know a wild card yeah um, it's yeah, it's not a super comic. It's just about teenagers with um, hot rods. Um, yeah, but it looks like wacky what... races, but not. It yeah. may be my old riddled mind, but it don't half sound like a porn title. Exactly. Um, Teenage hot rodders. The one, the thing I wanted to look at though is go to page twenty six. There's a particular mm-hmm. story on page twenty six. Okay. Yep, yeah, I'm on page twenty six. Uh, just loading up now. The incredible accident. Ooh. Oh, oh no! Oh no! That fat man has assaulted that car. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh... I like. So his name is Wellington McHorn, known as, <laughs> also known as the Ton. Yeah. He wasn't the fastest or bravest hot rodder in the world. He was just the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> I I I feel there's some fat shaming going on here. Perhaps a little. I mean, the man is Poor the size of a lad. small car, but yeah. Well, it, well, that is clearly a mini. Like I dwarf the old mini because they were actually what they were called. But I just think this one looks a bit wordy. Okay, um, that's good for a podcast. Having yes. said that, yeah. Dave. <laughs> yes, but we've we just got a spare thought for Dan, who always. Ends up, up being the narrator. The narrator that has to read so much more than the rest of us. God only help us if that happens to me as well. We'll be here all night. Right, so, well, I don't mind. Um, for me, it's a toss-up between Dull Man and Hot Rodders. I'll be honest. Teenage Hot Rodders does seem interesting. They're also shorter stories, so we might consider that. I mean, maybe, maybe we start with the Teenage Hot Rodders. And then if we and then like we can see where we go. Let's let's start with the fat boy. Okay, so we start with the incredible. <laughs> let's start with fat boy We're gonna start yeah. with a chunky lad. That's when, right. I, when I first saw it as well, when it's like um like the title of it was the incredible accident. I actually thought it was referring to him, the fat boy himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a really unfortunate <laughs> superhero name. Can can I be the fat lad? Sure, I'll be the man in the car. <laughs> That's the narrator. I'll be the narrator then. Great. Now, should I should I do a jowly voice or should I do some other sort of chunky voice? Do whatever you feel is right in your heart. Yes, I mean jowly oh, men tend to, to be heavily built gentlemen with low founded waists who have extended jowls, whereas this seems like a fat slobby guy who's yeah. more just rotund. So I think it's more of a rotund voice. That, that whole little moment felt like a cutaway sequence where like you in a, like a scientist jacket with like a, <laughs> like you put like a, like, like you got like a blackboard yes. all on those like pull down screens and you got like an extendable stick. It's like, look, you'll see here, the jowly man has uh, jowls on, on this part of his jaw and the uh, lower frame bottom here. But of course we know this is entirely different from the subgroup of the, uh, 
tubby, <laughs> which is simply a man who's eating a large tub of ice cream every day and has not wiped the tub of uh, the cream off of his lips. Um, yes, and many, many other subgroups of fat individuals. This one is the it's the porky bottom, of course. This comes from the large buttocks area here. They are dummy thick, and the clap of their arse cheeks is disturbing my lecture. <laughs> if there's anyone listening to this who is a bit of a porker, I I'm do a bit apologize. Of a what are you talking no, about? No, that's the only way we can get away with These it. These are my people. This is this is <laughs> this is what my people went through. This is what we suffered. And you know what? We we are all decent now. We should have rights to be as disgusting and slobby as Oh god, I need to go for a run. Right, let's carry it. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound. Let's do it. Yeah, great. Okay, so um, for people listening, if you want to uh, read this at home, we'll put a, put links list um, in mm-hmm. our podcast. Uh, so this one is Teenage Hot Rodders number 18. Uh, the page you want to go to is page 26. Um, the title is The Incredible Accident. And just to mention, these are all free as well. We're not stealing these. Yeah, these are all um, public domain free. Yes. Wellington McHod, known as Tun, wasn't the fastest or bravest hot rodder in the world. He was just the biggest. Six feet eight inches tall at 650 pounds plus, and Jeez. somehow this was all he needed to become famous. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, what a life. Lino, <laughs> the light changed to the yellow walking light. Just as I reached the corner. That, sorry, if when I'm reading like that, it makes my eyes blow. Don't, don't do something that, that hurts. Don't do something that hurts. No, I can't. No, no, add, I've more that the hard way. add more wobble. Add more wobble. Yes, we need more bass. Yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually wobble. holding out my arms mm. as if I'm a fat lad. Nino, the light changed to the yellow walking light just as I reached the corner. Now I can cross and walk my little fuck. And it could cross and bail my Dave, letter. Dave, genuinely, you have to say that again because I, you, you have to at least say the words. Take your I, time. <laughs> Take your time. Take your okay. time. Okay. Nino, the light changed to the yellow walking light just as I reached the corner. Now I could cross and bail my letter. I like, I like that you're out of breath in your own head thinking these words. <laughs> and that's is that do people have thoughts like that do they just not just look do, do people actively think now I can cross the road <laughs> well some big lads do some people yeah. must narrate their lives in their head apparently so meanwhile Harlow Higginbottom lo- local CPA anxious to return home after a hard day's work slams the gear into low and prepares to make a right turn oh are we gonna have to get home Higginbottom pops the clutch and charges right into the path of the king-sized pedestrian. (laughs) He is a king. He is a king. Hey. The inevitable tragedy followed when flesh meets steel. (laughs) Wham! Wham! (laughs) Hit right in the stomach. (laughs) Bounced off his stomach. But this time with startling results. Ooh. The smarts. Help, I, I can't control it. I'm going to... Ah. Crash. Crash. As in every accident, a crowd of onlookers quickly gathered. Oh, did you see that? That car hit that man. You mean that man hit that car? Oh, you're right. 
face. I can't believe it, but it looks like the car and the driver got the worst of it. <laughs> Are you all right, big boy? <sighs> yes. I just uh, help me up. Ugh, man, is he heavy? He must weigh a ton. Oh, we should have a crane to lift him up. Yeah. This is no job for more main power. A few seconds and a lot of sweat later. Oh, oh, it's a weird pose he's doing as he hugs the He's cuddling him. Oh, we, we made it. Oh, I feel sick. What a monster. You <laughs> can hear all this. He's not even reacting. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I get it all the time. <laughs> Meanwhile, others had helped remove the driver from the overturned car. Shall we call an ambulance? No, no, no need for that. Fortunately, I'm, I'm not hurt. But look at my car. It's ruined. And it's all your fault, you oversized whale. You bumped into my car. I'm going to sue you. Ian, hold on. Keep down your temper and let's have the facts. That's from the, the police officer. I like the accent. <laughs> <laughs> you say this is young man running to you. Well, where's your car? I don't have no car. <laughs> oh, fuck me. I'm, I'm fighting myself into a corner here. Let me get this straight. You mean you've walked into this car and wrecked it like that? That's just this, officer. That's, that's just what he did. The, the size of him. It felt like I was hit by a freight train. At that moment, the press got into the act. Wow! This is quite a story. They always say if a dog bites a man, that's not news. But if a man bites a dog, that's news. That's nothing compared to this. Pedestrian hits car. Car wrecked. Wow, what a headline. Several days later at the Rodmasters clubhouse... Uh, who's this stunning looking chap? I guess I'll be he's, him. He's a new guy. <laughs> man, they, uh, they're sure giving you an accident a lot of space in the newspapers. You're Tom. becoming... Tan, you're becoming quite famous. Yeah. A big nothing. Who wants to be known as the only guy who's ever wrecked a car? A car by bumping in with his believe. Belly. Belly. I feel like a freak. Belly. Where'd you get a belief from? I'll tell you what, I'm getting dizzy doing it. The don't do the breaths. Okay. Is that Belly? Yeah, that is Belly. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to... Do you know what? I'm... I'm going to zoom in a scooch. Yeah, it says Betty. Okay. Yeah, do, do it again. Do it again. That line. Who wants to be known as the only guy wreck a car bumping into it with his belly? I feel like a freak. Don't take it so hard, Tan. Just be grateful you weren't hurt. <laughs> That's not all that's bothering me. I got a court summons. Mr. Higginbottoms is suing me. And I can't afford to pay for repairing his car. So I guess I have to go to jail. I, I doubt it, Tun. It seems to me you got a pretty good argument on your side. Weeks later, Tun had to appear in court. I, I judge that this uh, oversized blimp willfully and deliberately wrecked my car. Please watch your language, Mr Higginbottom, or I shall have to find you for contempt. Oh, all right, your honor, oh, God, I'll be more careful. You see, my car is a small, foreign 
compact, and, and when the defendant hit it with the side, his, his huge bulk, he, he knocked it over like a ten pin in a bowling alley. Hmm, I must, I must say, this is a most unusual case. What have you done, what have you to say in your defence, young man? Well, I guess I hit him all right, but I was crossing under the yellow walking light when suddenly he came zooming right round the corner, right in front of me. Later, after all the witnesses had testified, the judge came to a decision. I find the defendant not guilty. Thank you, judge. Thank you. Oh, this is most alarming. You're telling me I couldn't sue a fat man for knocking over my car? (laughs) Well, this is unfair. If I can't sue fat people for just getting in my way, then this (laughs) isn't America. I'm so happy. I could jump for joy. Uh, Please, Mr. McHorn, not that. Control yourself. Man, you're a real boss, Judge. You're the great... He falls through the floor because he's so fat. McHorn! Do you get it? Yes. (laughs) McHorn, I hereby fine you for the cost of repairing the courtroom floor, plus a fine for disorderly contact. Now get out of here before I decide to lock you up and throw away the key. Can I be? And I'll make sure that you won't have any supper, breakfast or lunch. (gasps) Oh, no. Get out of here, you fat fuck, before you break more. (laughs) Later. Rats, I got out of pay for Mr. Higginbottom's car. But now I gotta pay my fines, and all because I just got big fat, so. No good to anyone. Don't take it so hard, Tom. Things will work out. Not for me, they won't. Why can't I be normal? Guy, just like you, Scott. You're just great the way you are, old buddy. Besides, don't ever fucking call me normal. I'm an exceptional piece of human talent, and you are a fat fucking slob. Sorry, I didn't mean it, Tom. Just don't call me normal. I'm America's greatest ass, okay? I'm incredible. Do you think they're lovers? (laughs) I think he's my roommate, and that's enough for me to fight him, fight uh, for him till, till my death day. Yeah, yeah, forever. Suddenly, the air was shattered with the shrill squeals and screams of a half-dozen teenage girls. <laughs> there he is! There's our ideal! Ideal? Ideal? I, ideal. It says ideal! Fucking, uh, yeah! There he is! There's our ideal man! Woo! Young man! Eee, squeal! Let's get him! Let, Let me, me touch, touch him! him. Oh, there's enough. There's, there's enough of him for all of us. His muscles are like iron. You know. Yeah. And there's enough of him to go around for us. Look at the size of my feet. Did you get it? Did you get it? And now the moral of our story. Tony's no. just wonderful. He must be the strongest man in the world. Oh, check out his man boobs. He's, he's at least a double G cup. <laughs> Look at the way his fucking crotch reaches his knees. <laughs> it's called a gunt. <laughs> and now, and he's got a fupa too. And now, let's uh, let's have the moral from his his roommate. You know, maybe it's not so bad being a big fat fuck after all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the moral and- is just. The moral of this story is you can be a not you can be a big lad, but as long as you can pop over a car and jump 
through the floor, you're gonna get plenty of pussy. I feel like I feel like this was based on a real person who had done this thing, <laughs> and then and then he, as he's drawing the panels, he looks towards him and sees him weeping, <laughs> just on his own, sitting on the sofa eating a bag of Doritos, and he just goes, "Tun, Tun, come over here." I know I've drawn me really hot and you as as you are, but look, look <laughs> all these all these girls they're all they're all falling over you. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, no, they're all they're all hugging you, thinking you're amazing. Oh, is this real life? Yeah, I just um, think I just yeah. I just think it's more that like because he's got such a high profile in the newspapers. Basically, all the women who are after him are basically like chubby chasers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, a, lot, like, a lot of slight women, though. Yeah, but I'm saying never just like women who like, you know, they like the large men. Oh, I like a man who can topple a car. I like you topple yeah, me. They, they would make them, he would make them feel safe and warm. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Well, it's a happy It'd keep you warm in the all. winter and it give you shade in the summer. Oh. Yeah. I should put yeah, that on so, my Tinder um, profile. Oh. That, was, that was, um,. That was something. That was very something. Yes. That was definitely something. <laughs> um, Next. <cool>. Next. <laughs> so, should we get, move on to Dole Man? Or should we yes, carry on with yeah, another hot rodder? I think Dole Man. Let's do a Dole Man. Dolmio Man. Got it. <clears throat> yeah, so this one's Dole Man. Again, the link um, is there if you want to read along. Or you don't have to necessarily. You can just listen to our lovely voices. Um so this will start from page... Other voices are available. Are, yeah, our voices are available. Uh, we'll start from page three. Um, and what's coming out of his cock? What? what? Oh. The dude getting stabbed. What's oh. coming out of his cock? Oh. I don't know. Mm. This is odd. Um, as his organs slashed and those are his intestines <laughs> falling out of his stomach. Oh, Let's he, delve deeper. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's what it looks like, actually. Dolman is using a uh, a painting of a man stabbing somebody in order to stab a, a man who's suffering from what seems like bowel trouble. Yeah. So good, good for him. Uh, Mercy killing. Daryl Dane, a young scientist, has discovered the secret of transforming himself into the tiny Dolman, the nemesis of Quiem. Oh, look at him! He's so cute. Accepting a ghostly challenge, he pits his strength and courage against the steel blade of. The Phantom Swordsman. Oh, isn't he sweet? Oh, he's so cute. Look, he's got a little cape on and little shoes and everything. Imagine the vo- his voice going from him. I'm going to murder you. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm Dole Man. I'm a big superhero. <laughs> All right. Uh, in a remote corner of England, before the war, stood a weather-beaten castle overlooking the dismal moors, Taunton Towers, next to Chessington. Hold on, what war? There's been a couple. <laughs> uh, the 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 important one, the big one, the ball. The the war of the roses. Got got it right. Move on. And in the musty banquet hall hung a life-size portrait of the phantom duelist. One night, on the stroke of twelve, he stepped from the frame, confronting the butler, who shrank back in horror. And offered an old sword snatched down from the wounds. The terrified butler had no choice but to accept the challenge of the Phantom Duelist. You are about to fight for your life. Nah. Give me an accent uh, and I'll just attempt it. Uh, just a Spanish. Posh. Oh, yep. That was what I had in my head. Me. Me less? 
the butler leveled his sword and darted for the forward. Why? Why? You don't even feel it! More <laughs> Spanish people are much, much more lispy. <laughs> you can't Why? kill a ghost, but I can kill you. That's not fucking fair. <laughs> I'm the greatest I'm the greatest fencer in all of the world. But I can't hit because you. Because I'm a ghost, you can't but, hit me. But I can but hit you. How, how, that doesn't make any sense. That's, like fight me. It's like it's like um it's like throwing down a pistol and saying, Go on, pick it up and then they pick it up, they fire it, and then they go, It's got no bullets. It's like what, what's the point of this? Just shoot me. <laughs> this is just murder with extra steps. Then the ghost turned into the poor fe- uh, turned on the poor fellow, plunged his rapier into him, and stepped back to the picture. Ooh. And there he is, the Phantom Jewelist. Someday he'll come out again. Some undertones here. Now tell me, you old witch. If we take the castle to America, will the ghost... Fo- oh, no, sorry, the witch is different. I'm, sh- I'm playing Please, the please, please let me be the witch. Uh, well, okay, I think I was accidentally the witch in the last frame, so Dave, you should say that again. Oh. Oh, um, give, me an, <laughs> give me an old woman accent. Oh, yeah. oh, no, I mean... There he is, the Phantom Jolist. Someday he'll come out oh, again. Yeah. Would, you, would you like a cream fancy? <laughs> I was gonna say, give me the accent, and I'll just make it an old lass. But well, well I don't know any accents that old people have. They all oh, just have one accent. It's non-regional like diction. Non-regional, oh, okay. reedy, falling voice should have passed away. Okay. <clears throat> and there he is, the Phantom Julius Sunday. He'll come out again. Tell me, old witch. If we take the castle to America, will the ghost follow? And call me a witch, you little cunt. The Phantom Jolis will follow his picture to the ends of the earth. But beware of midnight. Boss, you're a genius. I can just see the papers. The most terrible ghost of Europe comes to Hollywood. What a picture. Wow. Is this uh, sucking up like subtle enough for you, Buzz? I can be less subtle. <laughs> uh, no, I think you should actually increase your sucking up. Wow! Do you know what? I'm a dickhead for not even <laughs> knowing this beforehand. That's very good. Yes, you are a dickhead. And I'm fantastic, I aren't I? <laughs> you are fantastic. You are but a god amongst men. Stone by stone, we'll take it down. I wonder how they'll receive a ghost in Hollywood. This not is the most ridiculous... Yeah. Why do you just take the portrait to Hollywood yeah, yeah. if you want not, the ghost? Yes, not to piss on your chips, sir. Amazing idea as it is, but she just said <laughs> the Phantom Jewelist will follow his picture to the ends of the earth. There's no need to take a castle. We can build another castle. The cost of destroying this castle and building it the same castle in America as opposed to any castle or anything... Uh, this doesn't sound like sucking up to me. This sounds like you are criticising and challenging what I'm saying. You're right, Buzz. I'm sorry, and I, I, I entirely am wrong with myself. I will never raise another complaint. I'll tell you what the best plan is. We don't move the house. We just move the picture. You're the one who came up with the idea about moving the house brick by brick because you're an idiot, aren't you? Yes, I'm an idiot. I'm completely would, wrong. Would you two friends get off my property? <laughs> Half in doubt... Half in curiosity, newspapers greet movie producers Reynolds and his publicity man Steve Morton and American Wonders 
can they possibly have brought a ghost to the United States? Da, 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 da. <laughs> well, you tell me they don't have any ghosts in America, so they've had to import them. <laughs> it's well, they've only got like Native American ghosts. <laughs> they they yeah. go some white enough. <laughs> yeah, they're whitewashing the ghosts of America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet so I could real. see, I could see like the Aboriginal ghosts. Now I was like, oh look, here they go, coming over here, bringing their ghosts. <laughs> I was haunted in this belfry. Wait, what are they doing here? Please, I am not a ghost. You are. I am just trying to tell you my petition to you not put my people on the reservation. Please. Oh, it's a ghost. He's, look, he's got all white face. No, this is my native dress. This is very insulting. How could you treat me this way? The, Dr. Roberts and his old friend Daryl Dane, otherwise known as the Doll Man, meet Reynolds at the docks. Welcome back, Reynolds. I got your wire, and I'll be glad to work as a technical advisor on your ghost picture. Oh, is that Am me? I, oh, I'm shit, good, no, yeah. I won't be that guy. I'll be right. Reynolds then. Someone You'll else be, be that guy. Okay, I'll be the guy. Um, <clears throat> so, these are Yanks. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Reynolds. I got your wire, and I'll be glad to work as a technical advisor on your ghost picture. Yanks, uh, 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 yes, okay. That uh, Rocky Peroni's hand on your... Wait, I, I don't... I, that word is difficult. What is that? That's Rocky Perono, Perone, oh, Peroni's, Peroni's right, right. maybe. That's Rocky Perona's hand on your shoulder, boss. Is this still me? I don't uh, know. He's got a hat on. Yeah, but his jacket's a different colour. Fucking hell. Oh, I, 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 do, I do a different voice. No. Oh, oh, yes. So, so, yes, this is a different mobster who was behind him. Okay, I do. Hey, you got the smart stooges, Reynolds. I want that dough. You owe me. By tomorrow night, or there will be another accident, see? I won't pay. You mark the cards, you chiseler. <laughs> chiseler? We'll see. Maybe my boys will come round and serenade you on their submachine guns, get it? And as he walks away, it's like, damn it, I was meant to call him a chiseler. <laughs> Chisler? Well, 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 what if I shoot you? Damn it, I could have thought of something better there if I just. I went straight to the shooting you thing. It's, it's not even subtle a threat, I just said I'd shoot him. This sucks. I gotta get better, I've gotta practice my one liners. Later, Reynolds, Smithers, and Dane enter the Criterion Studio. Pierce, this is your last picture for me unless you accept a pay cut. <laughs> Enraged, Pierce suddenly swings. You cheap skunk! Ooh! For that, I'll blackball you in every studio. <laughs> Promise? I mean, you won't live that long. I don't think you understand what blackball no, no. means. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not talking about Benoit balls. I think you're getting. I think you're getting mistaken. That afternoon in Reynolds' office. What do you want? Bloody hell! Why do people keep bothering me? Why does it make? Um. No, this is this is, is this uh, a newcomer. It's like it's been yeah, it's, been, it's like Mr. Reynolds <laughs> is in every panel talking to different people. We just it's just this thing's yeah. descending into the life of Mr. Reynolds <laughs> as he tries to make a film. <laughs> okay, Carol and I'd like to get married. Please change your contract so that we may, please, sir. No, the public likes to imagine itself oh. married to the stars. I'll lose money, Marrow. Reynolds, I'll, I'll marry her if I have to kill you first. I do you know what? I'm going to say my motive out loud. I think I know where this is going. And so, 
Midst the atmosphere as tense and mysterious as the picture itself, The Phantom Jewel is his film, starring a girl whose contract forbids her to marry, and a man who knows this picture will be his last. This is weird. <laughs> dum 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 dum. Yep. Just go with it. Where's Dull Man? Dave's I came in for Dull Man. <laughs> Dull Man will wander in after the murder happens, yeah. I think. Days lengthen to weeks, and slowly but surely the picture nears completion. At last, it is finished, and a preview brings favourable comments. Well, Darrow, how did you like it? Amazing! That acting as though he was really a killer! Thinks it's your kiss ask. Yeah. Well, boss, well, boss, what what now? A party for ghosts? (laughs) 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 That's it. I had a great idea. We'll invite everyone in Hollywood. Swell publicity. Oh, yes. It's not a dumb idea at all. On the night of the party, the ghosts of all time... The what? ghosts of all time <laughs> come to dance at the castle of the Phantom Jewelist. <laughs> so, are these, are these two parties being held at the same place and they don't know the other parties going on and then they're about to merge? I think real ghosts turn up at his party. I think, I think, uh, yeah, Don't... I think what's happened is that he wants to have a party, but at the same time, they've done it's basically the Phantom Duelist in the pictures double booked because he's decided he wants to have a party. <laughs> so, he's had, so he's invited all his ghost mates around for a party that night. Do- Dr. Roberts and Daryl Dane watch the festivities. There's an actor, Merrill and Reynolds. Someone's going to pop. I think this is Dole Man. Hmm. Oh, who's going to be doing his voice? Go for it. You just died. Mm. Yeah, you are him. Looks like the doll man will be here tonight. <laughs> Who's that? I don't. Uh, no one. Uh, the doll, the doll Mio oh, okay. man. He's uh, he's a very nice. Say uh, he'll answer. Uh, oh, very well. If you're alive tomorrow, Reynolds, it won't be my fault. I'm going to loudly threaten you at this big party where everyone's here. Suddenly, Peroni arrives with five henchmen, all carrying violin cases. Quite the blowout, Reynolds. I come for you with the dough, or else... Bah! <laughs> well, well, that makes at least three people who want to kill Reynolds a jolly party. As midnight approaches, Reynolds addresses the guests. And at the stroke of twelve, the lights will go out. Who knows? Perhaps the phantom duelist himself will appear. Well, that seems like an odd thing to happen at a party, but uh, great idea, sir. Brilliant. <laughs> there is a great sound effect on this next page. As midnight's last stroke dies, the light goes out. What saps? Scared by a ghost? Ha ha. Uh, who was the Phantom Jewel? I think Dan was. was. Shit. You do. Oh, it's uh... ah, ah, Imagine, take this sword, sir. Fight and die. No, no, get away. Correct response. <laughs> Turn on the lights. lights. Help. He's dead. Time for the doll man to join this happy throng. In a flash, Daryl Dane becomes the doll man, nemesis of crime. I'd like to see that painting. (laughs) (laughs) As the doll man streaks, (laughs) he's very close, streaks into the fateful room. Not so fast, my ghostly friend. Ah, Who dares to challenge me, uh, midget? Fool, I'll you to ribbons as the doll sorry as the doll man leaps forward his the phantom jewelist hurls his cape woof 
Now through your heart, little one. I, I, don't kill me. This is this is so ridiculous. His superpower is to turn little, which makes everything he does ten times harder. Because look, he's got to jump up on that fucking table. He's got to leap around. He's going to try and fight him with what? Has he got a? If he's got yeah. a comparative strength of like a little person of a man. He, yeah. as a, as a, he, he has been defeated by a bit of cloth. Yeah, the guy just threw a cloth. It's basically yeah. treated him like a spider. Like you were, so, what, oh, it's a what? spider. Quick, get, a, get a glass. There's that bloody dull man in the house again. God, he keeps coming in again. Pass me that Argus. I'm going to splat him. It seems like he, he's basically like, as if he was like one of the Titans from Attack on Titan, but then he decided to just turn small and then like put himself at the disadvantage. But they murder people because they're massive. They're huge. <laughs> Um, the dull man twists aside and seizes the hissing blade. Missed! That was a mistake! So? <laughs> <laughs> you're, still, you're still tiny. Yes. We shall see! This is hurting him. So, so, yeah, so basically, like, the, the dull yeah. man's, like, grabbed onto the, the, the sword and he's just. And there's Mustard yeah. is just swinging him at a wall. <laughs> I did, yeah, like that scene in Austin Paris where he picks up Mini Me and throws him against the wall. I've basically just done that. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, approaching footsteps send the phantom back into the picture as the stunned doorman attempts to rise. Oh no, not footsteps! Dressed as a phantom, Pierce enters the room. Who's Pierce? I I uh, don't know who anyone is in this thing. I'll, I'll just... No. I'll just do it. Yeah, you do it, Dave. Ooh, I wonder what that noise was. I could swear he just walked into that picture. A detective, summoned by Roberts, bursts in with some of the guests. What? Oh. Ghost? Bah! There's your murderer! Right! <laughs> Done! <laughs> That'll be 50 pounds. <laughs> uh, you're, you're under arrest, Mr. Phantom Duelist, for murder! Uh, come on, come on downstairs for, for killing the best, the best boss ever! <laughs> Wherever he may be in the afterlife! Giving me a raise with God. <laughs> in a few moments, everyone is assembled in the main hall and grouped around Pierce. I'm innocent. I tell you, I was asleep. All this time, why accuse me? Try Marrow. He wanted to kill Reynolds. He had a real motive. And what about Rocky Peroni? He's not here for the fun. And maybe I know who the murderer is. Maybe I saw him. Oh, is that nice no, different dude? Fuck it. Uh, pardon me, while I call the newspapers. Yeah. This is great publicity. Suddenly... Who oh, turned out the lights? Look out! Look out! Eek. Eek. When the lights come back on... Don't anybody move. Okay, boys, take everything that ain't nailed down. The dull man goes into action. Heads up! I've got your what toupee. Ha ha ha. What oh, no, the wait. fuck? <laughs> His voice wrong. Heads up! <laughs> what the fuck? You run! I'll blast you to pieces. Careful with that thing, son. The bullets shatter the chain holding the chandelier. Look out! The chandelier is coming down! The light crashes down, knocking out three of the thugs. Hey, Peroni! <laughs> wait for me! Help! The joint's haunted! Woof! I thought he was saying who of. <laughs> oh my god, the next picture. <laughs> Time for bed, children! He says as he smashes their heads together. <laughs> Clank. While the dull man battles the thugs, Pierce steals away and hurries to the room of the Phantom Duelist. I must clear my name. Sir. Oh, no. Oh, so, I'll soon settle this. Stepping into the room, Pierce challenges the Phantom Duelist. 
Oh God, murderer! <laughs> the clash of steel echoes clang, through the ancient castle clang, as the swords clang, clang, meet. Clang, clang, the clang, phantom's clang. blade suddenly strikes forward and buries itself in Pierce's shoulder. <laughs> as the phantom poises his blade for the kill, the dull man darts into the room. Here's one on one. What? Here's one on account. What the fuck is that? Here's one on account. Ow! Oh, it feels like you were setting up a joke you hadn't started. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear you when you, before you entered the room. Your voice is too small. <laughs> As the tall man pauses to aid Pierce, the phantom dashes for the roof. <laughs> and hot on his heels comes the tall man, armed with Pierce's sword, somehow, even though it's, like, fucking massive. <laughs> Cornered at last, the phantom turns to fight. I warn you. Keep your distance! No, little one. He called him a little one. I warn you, little one. <laughs> Keep your distance! The dull man flashes forward his sword, a silver streak. The blade cuts a deep gash in the phantom's arm. So gash. Those speed, do they? Uh, only a scratch, but, uh. The phantom strives desperately to penetrate dull man's defense. But what uh, phantom? Death! <laughs> Unable to defeat the dull man fairly, the phantom tries to smother him in the cape. I mean, not the cape, the dreaded cape, please! <laughs> get in, get in, you know, right, get in, get in the cape, go! <laughs> Forsaking his sword, the dull man sideswipes and adds a powerful blow to the midsection. Oh, he punched me in the balls! <laughs> Do you know what this makes you think, makes you think of? There's this Bonty Python <laughs> sketch when they're doing this whole thing about. Um, uh, evolution and life and death struggles and it just goes really stupid where there's like a video where they're filming this wolf and it's like this ant is in a life and death struggle with this wolf the ant sneaks up to the wolf and pounces the wolf struggles to no avail and it's like nothing's happening this is a wolf standing there that's the second Monty Python reference we've made to this podcast can we do a third let's find out Partially stunned, the Phantom is an easy target as Dollman drives home blow after blow. Pun Stop punching me! I've actually just like you tiny man. I've just like oh oh, it's, a, it's just a bit annoying. Can you stop that? <laughs> this is really irritating. With his remaining strength, the groggy Phantom hurls himself boldly at his tiny adversary in an attempt to crush him. I'll kill you, wanker! <laughs> <laughs> Bones shatter as the old man meets the phantom's mad rush. So what's wrong with this? Early Rob, we established, we established that the phantom couldn't be killed because he's a ghost. Well, I we might. I think that was a story. For oh me. no, the ghost. No, was, no. This is just the ghost was like, I'm not moving. Take my house. I'll I'll, I'll sit on the foundations. I'm going nowhere. Fuck America. I feel I feel like we're building up to one of those things where it's like it's all okay. a dream. So let's find out. Bones shatter as the dull man meets the phantom's mad rush. You've been trying for some time. Now it's my turn. Suck. As he reels backward, the phantom slips off the dull man's discarded sword. <laughs> slips on the dull man's discarded sword. Now we'll see who you are. But the phantom momentum carries him over the rail. Look out. Oops. Help me, I... Ah! Accidentally <laughs> killed a man. Well, <laughs> I guess that's the end of the phantom duelist. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Wait, who? It's Steve Morton. Did I do that voice? I can't. I think I did. No. He was the one who wanted to marry someone. But no. no. But who's that guy? Is that the detective? Uh, who knows? Are they, yeah, yes. Why, Steve Morton? 
Yes, it's... I come closer. I want to explain. Why not? <laughs> I, killed Re- I killed Reynolds. He was blackmailing me for 25 years. He saw me kill a man long ago. You wouldn't have known any of this, which makes it all the more annoying for the mystery. He deserved to... To... He deserved to what? Tell me, what did he deserve to do? What did he deserve? I must know. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Daryl Dane becomes himself again and joins the group in the courtyard. What's this? Did I miss something? Ah, the, the guy who ain't around when things get tough, burn me up. <laughs> well, what does that mean? <laughs> you guys who ain't around when things get tough, I don't know. <laughs> well, you burn me up. fuck off the moment that Dolman appears and every time Dolman's gone, you always come back. I don't understand it. It's like you're the same person. Yes, but how could I be Dolman? Because I'm not little. I'm normal human size, as you see. And you're also not called Dolman. No. Well, that finishes the Phantom Duelist. Eh, Doc? Yeah, thanks to the Dolman. Too bad you missed. Hey, Daryl. Too bad you missed it. Do you want to do it again? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, Fuck, on. I'd rather do the sec- <laughs> the next story. Yeah, thanks to the Dolman. Too bad you missed it. Hey, Daryl. <laughs> I hated um, that. Thank you. There you go. Man, the most stupidly named superhero ever. The, the most pointless superhero. He's the most ridiculous. Power. Yeah. I turned little and then I try and fight people at a disadvantage. <laughs> it really burns off the calories, though, having to jump for even the smallest movement. Um, we're up to 50 minutes. So I'd say it's probably enough with a couple of stories. Yeah. Do you think those yeah. are enough? Yes, I think yeah. those are enough. Okay. Yeah. 45 minute one, probably. Because have, have you turned the page yet? I know, I've, I've, I've seen it, but the, the story is quite long there, oh, so is I it? don't think we want to do... I think if we made this like another half hour, it'd be a bit... Yeah, much. no, that's fine. Yeah. That's, uh, that's fine. I'd... Although it is an interesting story, so we might want to think about saving that one for the next time, because it looks fucking creepy. What? <laughs> the, the vulture? The vulture, yeah. Pulling them apart. Yeah. Wait, I was going to poison Ivy Gags. That's just like a one page, that poison Ivy. Oh. 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 Uh, yeah, that's just one thing. What? I didn't flick on because I don't want to spoil it for myself. Um, I mean, is No, so it's, it's, we don't. You can, do, you can do that if you like. No, no, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I, I think, I, I don't even really understand it. I've just read it all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I miss <laughs> I misread the club sign in the top right picture. Oh, Super Guy Club, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. no wait, hold on. I actually want to talk, read this through because this makes no fucking sense. All right, we go. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to assess this, boys. All right. Okay, so this is called Poison who's, Ivy. Who's, gags. 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 <laughs> who's Poison Ivy? Who's gonna play Poison Ivy? A, a man, a, a small baby in a bowler outfit wearing a diaper. <laughs> They're called Nat. I'll be, I'll be Poison Ivy. Okay. Uh, hey guys, I can be Poison Ivy. Yeah, you do that. You do that. That's perfect. Shall I? Um, shall I be the Scouse policeman again? Yes. Why not? And I'll be other. I'll be others, <laughs> including another baby for some reason. Poison Ivy gags. These are very funny. They're not. I tried to avoid hitting the steel traffic stanchion and I ran into poison ivy. Ian, you shouldn't have hit the stanchion. No, I should have hit the... 
You should have hit the stanchion. What the oh, fuck, sir? Um, you should have hit the stanchion. Great. Super guy club. <laughs> we help develop from a mere super guy to a mighty poison ivy in six easy lessons. Only five cents. I don't... I don't I, get it. Why are you pounding... Why, sorry. Why are you pounding your head with that hammer poison? Because it feels so good when I stop. I don't understand this. Oh, these are... Each one Gags. is a mini a joke in itself. I think... And you, I don't get a lot of them. It's like watching yeah. Friends or reading Peanuts comic strip. Yeah, uh, do, do two couple more. Okay. Ah, okay. So it's got a picture of poison ivy. Why the fuck is a baby called poison ivy? What's that? <laughs> How does that have any relation to the name of this baby with a bowler's uh, hat and a? I don't know. Anyway, in this one, he's lifting up a safe full of cash to get to a penny. Ah, yes. I found a penny under the safe. Did you get it? Yes, that's a, that's a joke. You get it? That's fine. Well, no, that's a fine the top joke. the top left one's a joke. He was just like. I ran into the station because I didn't want to, like, uh, I ran into the stanchion because I didn't want to hit a kid. Yes, I get it. I and get then it. he said, that, that, yeah. well, you, like, should have hit the kid. should have hit the stanchion, yeah. Or, or, break, or had, like, applied the brakes, yeah. Um, I, was, I was going to make Poison Ivy statue in marble, but I decided Poison was tougher than marble, so I used him. Did he, has he been chipping him? I don't. This is the stupidest fucking comic in the world. Never buy this, everyone. <laughs> especially not, especially not if you lived in the in the thirties. No, forty-one. Never buy this issue. Yes, for those for those listeners who are time travellers. Yeah. So anyway, that's been a lovely trip down memory lane where we've read some of the worst comics I think we've ever looked at. So, good night from me, and good night from me. Thank you. And it's good night from them. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>